Welcome to the Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. All right. Welcome back to this week's episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults. Um, we are so glad to have Dr. Gudas back with us. We haven't scared him away quite yet. And today we are going to talk about a little bit more about supplemental essays and what to include and some of the questions that you might come across from a lot of different schools. So with that, um, Amy, do you want to take us away? Yes, Dr. Gudis, it's it's such an honor when you join us and we are just thrilled to have you here today. And we've got a nice hot topic that I think is really appropriate for where our high school seniors are right now with their essays. But I, I want to tee it off first. If you can just give your quick explanation, the difference between a college and a university, because I, I know sometimes that's not always completely understood. Well, sure. And thank you for having me. It's really great to be with you folks. Um, a college and a university, that's a, that's a good one because sometimes you need to review it. So Capri, just what did, what did you know or what did you not know about the difference when you were going into this whole process? Let me kick it over to you for a minute okay, and, te- and tell us kind of like what, which of the two you ended up at. Okay. So I didn't really know. I was just like, oh, they're different. But in my brain, it didn't really mean anything. So I kind of figured it out like a little bit after the fact. But to my understanding, um, a university is typically a bigger school. And the difference between college and university, I'm not sure exactly where the divide is, but I'm pretty sure it has to do with how the institution like the principles behind it and like the degrees of the people who teach there so slightly different with that and i go to a university not a college yes <laughs> yeah and uh and you're in an engineering program right i'm not i'm doing no, oh i'm so health. sorry well, yeah I, okay i, I know apologize. it's a good guess there's like yeah. i'm pretty sure like half the people here are in engineering so. <laughs> yeah no I, I um and and biomedical health is like a is a kind of field that, they, that a university would have yeah mm-hmm. so college and colleges are smaller than universities yeah and, i got that part yeah and the faculty spend more time teaching Hmm. They still do research, but you, they're like, you will, it, chances are when you go to a college and it has, co- has college in the name, a four year college, and we're talking about community colleges here, your professors will be, you know, professors. Um, and generally your classes will be smaller. Um, the school itself will be smaller. There's usually aren't many graduate programs, or there might be like a specialized graduate program. Like I went to Sarah Lawrence, and there was a couple specialized graduate programs. There was an MFA in writing, and then there was something about genetics. But it was very, but um, it's generally a you know just a more kind of intimate overall experience. Um, the universities are bigger. Um, they don't just focus on undergraduate education. They also focus on, focus on graduate education. So people are there getting BAs, but they're also there getting lots of different kinds of graduate degrees. Mm-hmm. There's usually some kind of hospital system. Um, and there are usually big professional schools like engineering, architecture, law. Um, and you're more likely, especially in your gen ed classes, to have your primary uh, 
people at least grading you and that you can act, interact with the um, graduate students who are working as what we call TAs. Um, and the, because one thing that one big difference between from a faculty point of view between a college and university is that you know at this at the university the faculty are expected to like research and publish a lot more mm. so their their like their responsibilities like teaching is a smaller part of it than it is at a college mm. mm-hmm. so um but um and you're it's just going to be a bigger place there's probably going to be those you know teams that you know sport you know maybe even teams in the conferences of, you know, like what, you know, a whole, whole lot of stuff going on um, at a university. A lot of universities are like little cities. Right. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. Colleges are smaller. You have a more intimate experience and you're probably going to be taking classes only from the faculty. Um, also, I mean, I, I, when I, I went from, a, I got my, uh, BA at a very small liberal arts college, and I got my master's at at UC Davis, and and so I started off as a, as a you know a TA. So I was like, but, but I had never been in one of these lecture classes before. I was like, holy smokes! I walked into a class, and there were yeah. like a couple hundred people. Yes, and it's then definitely the, and a little a, you know, overwhelming at first. And and but. this you know the uh, the the professor got we didn't even use the term professor where I went to college it got up behind the mic and like delivered a lecture I just I'd never even experienced that before and and then um so it, it's you know that like that just just being oriented towards the difference is going to help you in your supplementals mm-hmm. and it's also going to help you think about where you want to go yeah um, such a big helpful hint because like I didn't really know the distinction in that way like university versus college but when you look a little further into the schools you can definitely find that and I think that having that kind of outline of what you want prior is so helpful definitely now one thing that's confusing uh, I'm sorry Amy were you no, gonna no, say no, no. please continue <laughs> um is that both colleges and universities, the way the academic structure is organized is in colleges. So mm-hmm. like like you, if you look at kind of the academic org yeah. chart of a college or university, they'll probably both have a college of letters and sciences. Now that's just a that's just kind of an academic term. So like but the it, that that doesn't mean anything that, that that's still like the overall distinction still holds between college and university. It's just they both use the term college to talk about, um, you know, different academic units. Wow. Yeah, my daughter just started UCSD and it really mm-hmm. is a, a mini city. And it's been mm-hmm. a year her discussing her experience in these large 200 person classrooms and lecture halls and mm-hmm. the difference from her being in just a normal size high school here in San Diego to go into UCSD. It's been a, a fun process to watch as she's adjusted to this yeah. mini city that she's all over the campus. Yeah, no, it, it's, yeah. it's really different. And I personally don't think that most high schools do a very good job teaching people how to, how to just take notes on an hour long lecture. Right. Which oh, is yeah. instead of what I you have to do, you, what do you think Capri? Um, well, personally, so one of my experiences, I I really like chemistry. I think it's very interesting, um, but it has been a little bit of a harder subject for me in college because the first three weeks, I could not take notes 
and process what the professor was saying and write it down. And like, it was like trying to do three things at once, but you could only do two. You can either listen and write, you can listen and understand, or you can understand and write, but not listen. And I couldn't do all three and I just Mm. could not figure it out. But I realized that if I kind of wrote out the notes a little bit before, like looked at the template slides and whatnot and got myself familiar with it, like, Mm. I don't know, it didn't take too long, like 10 or 15 minutes just to know what ground we were covering that I could be more successful in writing down or not feeling the need to write down everything he's saying, Mm -hmm. just the important points and then going back to the lecture later. And that was like something I wasn't really prepared for because in another class I have like the professor is very like, Oh, there's a lot of vocab and I actually want you to write down everything that's on the slide. So if you need more time, let me know and I'll pause. And like it happens every slide. Someone needs a few more seconds. So we wait a few more seconds. And that was kind of similar to how it was in high school. And I kind of didn't realize how different professors could just easily switch there or just have such different styles Mm. and I think that's something that a lot of people might be shocked by because I don't know I was definitely overwhelmed with that and also another note on the lectures like there I have a lecture that is as big as my graduating high school class like (laughs) it's wild to think about like there's balconies and stuff and that's a little overwhelming but don't be discouraged because it's like everyone's in the same boat as you so it ends up working out wow that's that's really great advice that you gave Capri, especially since you're living it firsthand right now mm-hmm. and how you found the, the trick to just that early preparation 10 minutes before the class that's allowing you to succeed in that note taking and find a way through it because that really is a big deal. Dr. Goodis, I know that you have such an expertise when we talk about essays. And today we want to talk about those supplemental essays. And I know you have some really key takeaways to help our seniors right now that are preparing to, to turn in those applications. Well, I, yeah, I do have some key takeaways. I want to say I've never worked in college admissions. I'm sort of coming at this from a re- from a writing and research standpoint. Mm-hmm. And But um, it, and Capri, you, since you've applied recently, you can maybe help yeah. me with this. I think the typical kind of prompt is something like, well, why do you want to go to this college or university? Or sometimes, what are your academic goals, and how can you realize them at this college or university? But did yeah. you have is that what what you had, Capri? As mm-hmm. basically, in I applied to nine schools, and I'll say in five out of five out of the nine, which is a little more than half, there was essentially a question that boiled down to why do you want to go to our school, or how will our being at our school help you succeed, mm-hmm. and. I mean, a lot of those questions have very similar answers. Like, you're not going to want to go to a school where you're not going to succeed. Like, that's just not a good plan from the start. Don't recommend doing that. Please don't do that. (laughs) So I think a lot of those work hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, knowing what your, I I like the knowing what your goals questions are, because your goals, they shouldn't change a whole lot from, you know, depending on what school you're going to. But but knowing Mm -hmm. about the school is, uh, it's pretty specific and um the first thing i would say is is like i don't like to talk about what not to do but there is one obvious thing not to do is don't sit, don't talk about geographic location mm. wow like like i want to be in new york or i want to be in indiana or whatever yeah. just don't do it like it's it's insulting to the school 
-hmm. like if you want to go to be in new york like there's like 500 schools in new york <laughs> or like if you want to be in you know even like i don't know rural vermont there's like you know plenty to you know colleges to choose from so like that is just like a number one thing not to do good note i hope everybody's listening taking that note yeah that's it that's that's that's, that's, that's a top note and i do think that i i feel like i have the college admissions people's like imprimatur with that one yeah. um I, I I think that the supp I, the supplementals is like an existential moment when you're applying to a school. And I, I, I say this with the folks that I work with is if, you, if you're not willing to do like two or three hours of like of a deep dive on the school's website and also ask everybody, you know, if they've known if they know somebody who's gone to that school and get in touch with that person. Like maybe you shouldn't be applying to that school. Because that's what I think it takes to, to write the supplemental. Yeah. Oh. I mean, from personal experience, I know when I was applying to Purdue, because that one was the one with the most kind of why of supplementals mm -hmm. that required the most research. Mm -hmm. um, I spent a good two or three hours just making a list of all the things that interested me or mm -hmm. things that I, I answered the question. I, I, I ended up answering the question as what I would do if I had a free weekend at Purdue and I listed all the different places I would go to and what I wanted to do and what I hoped to get out of it. And that was helpful for me because then when I was here, I was like, oh, yeah, like I actually can do that stuff. And I have done a lot of it, which is really nice to look back and be like, oh, I did that. But it helped me to kind of get to know some of the values like, oh, they have a really big art museum or, oh, they mm -hmm. have this um they like being outdoors there's a lot of outdoor sculptures and stuff so it's like more than just on an academic level sometimes like a social and just like environmental almost yeah for sure and what you said about values i think is important because schools tend to present themselves in terms of values mm -hmm. um i'm gonna go into a screen share and just do Wait. a kind of demo but you can help we can work together Capri, because you, you've right. done this. So, um, and I, I have never done this. I, I I'm, I'm, I, I'm doing Chapman university and I've never, I don't, I don't know anything about Chapman university. All right. And just right. for the people who are listening, not um, viewing our video, we're kind of going to some of the Chapman websites just to look and see, um, well, what Dr. Vudis was talking about. Yeah, no, for sure. And I'll, and I'm, I, I thought about how, how I'm going to, uh, sort of pitch this to, to listeners too. So, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, you, okay. You're on the homepage of a website. Um, and so I, I, so you have very, you have various tabs. I'm looking at about academics, admission, alumni, arts, campus life, research support. Um, and you want to start with about, and you want to start with the absolute overview of the school. And um, this is going to give you an idea of kind of like sort of how they're sort of how they're selling themselves uh, on, a, on a on the very top level. And this, you know, where big ideas are born, we strive to become multi-dimensional original thinkers. So, okay, that tells you something. There's a video. I'm looking for a mission statement. Sometimes, sometimes they have them. Sometimes they don't. Welcome to the Chapman family. Okay, Chapman's personalized education gives each student the youth unique opportunity. I don't want I don't want to do an ad for Chapman here, but you know, you want to kind of like 
look at the very top level things that a, that a school says about itself. And actually personalized education, well, that's pretty important for a university. Um, and then there'll be these learn mores. Um, you've got some by the numbers. And then you have a mission statement. And this is just a life tip for like applying to like anytime you interact with an organization, almost every organization, I would say really most like almost all organizations have a mission statement. Um, in this case, the mission of Chapman University is to provide personalized education that leads to inquiring ethical and, uh, and productive lives as global citizens. And so, I mean, this is good for job interviews, but it's also good for schools. Like there's got to be something that you connect with in some in, a, in an organization's mission statement. A lot of times they're kind of generic because they're written by committee, but they nevertheless have like important clues about how the school is positioning itself. So I don't know, Capri, what do you see in this mission statement that you would connect with? Um, I mean, personally, I really like the idea of being a global citizen, kind of what you can mm. give back to the world, make it a better place, and also, like, learning about different people and different cultures, I think, is really important. A lot of the problems we have in our world, I don't think would exist if more people took the time to learn about other people. Very cool. So, like, what you're saying is you actually have kind of an alignment with your own values in the school's mission statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing if you're applying to a school. Um, so it, I would just surf around on all this top level stuff. Um, you know, our story, our family, our home, this is, um, this is how the, the school is presenting itself overall. And this is going to be true for, you know, every school you look at, they're going to have an about us tab and you just want to hit the very top level. Um, it's their main talking points, their mission statement. Sometimes there's a vision statement too. Um, and you know, you don't want to, you don't want to repeat anything that the school already knows about itself, but you know, again, you want to look for points of alignment. This is what you were doing Capri as you were finding things within the Purdue, like the research that you did on Purdue that you feel like, oh yeah, I can connect with this. I love that this, word alignment. That's perfect. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. The other so the other big tabs are academics and campus life. What do you want to start with, Capri? Um, let's go to academics because it's just the first one page. Okay, so academics overview. And so this is where, okay, whoa, there's so much, right? You're an undergraduate. You want to say undergraduate education. So, and this is where, you know, there's kind of all, all kinds of stuff going on. But what you're really looking for is some kind of, well, just sort of, first of all, how they, how they're sort of talking about undergraduate education, but mm, degrees and programs, schools and colleges, that's what you want, okay? Because, um, and so we've got a College of Arts and Sciences, School of Business Economics, College of Educational Sciences, School of Communications, school of engineering so generally school means oftentimes it means a professional school a school of all like within the you know school of pharmacy so i we, i can already tell this is a university just because like you know they've got all these big professional schools and then you know almost everything almost every college or university is going to have a um 
college of arts they say humanities and social sciences so what which of these do you want to hit for you I mean, again pretend um, you you want to go here or you want to i know like, chapman what? has really good college of film and media arts so let's go there Ooh. okay so um here you go you just want to so you're a prospective film student so you want to just like Whoa, look at this homepage and then look at their programs. Like, okay, there's lots of different, there's lots of different uh, BFAs. Um, you know, what do you, be a pretend person. Like, there's like, what are you interested in? Um, I'm interested in creative producing. Yeah, be a, I don't even, that's, so, like, Great. And so if, if you're like, I'm likely to actually like, you know, be be a student who might major in creative producing, this is where you just want to go through everything. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely everything here. You want to look at like all the all the fact, like everything, all the faculty, everything like within this section of of the site. And you would want to do this for everything that you think you might major in. Um, let's just kind of see what they have here. I'm looking, I'm always interested in, in the faculty, but okay, where this degree is going to take you. Um, ah, the faculty, core creative producing faculty. Okay, so you just want to like literally, okay, core faculty in a place you want to go. You just want to look at every single person. read their bios look at the links these people are probably more in entertainment than research but let's say you were you know thinking about being a chemistry major you know go through the the faculty pages and and generally they'll have like labs and or you know uh, links to their links to their papers um but you just like at this point um you want to just look at look at everybody and just kind of write down as much like things that jump out to you. You don't necessarily want to say, Oh, I want to, you know, uh, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on a faculty profile page. If you're not looking at the, if you're, if you're just listening to this, um, you don't necessarily want to say, I want to study with this person, unless you really do want to study with this person, but maybe you want to like, um, you want to study what this person specializes in. Mm -hmm. Um, so, it, it really helps and and people in sciences like there'll be different labs that the you know the that the professors mm -hmm. will have generally as an undergraduate you can't be part of those labs but i did a, i researched a school once with a student where every single lab did have one undergraduate yeah. person in it i mean i think it also kind of depends on the school like my school is a tier one research school which means mm -hmm. they have lots of opportunities so i have friends who are first semester freshmen just like me and they're getting into research so it really depends on the school and like if you want to make that a priority make it a priority and talk about it nice absolutely um yeah within within research universities the tiers are very important and it and generally if you're at, at a tier one research university your your professor is going to be really busy doing research and kind of bust out and do some teaching but really that's not the biggest part of that person's life, but maybe you, but you know, as you're saying Capri, maybe as an undergrad, you can kind of be part of that research. Mm. Um, so um, then let's do campus life. 
so you've got your overview um and then i mean i personally want to know about residence life i want to know about first year experience yeah. i want to know about student life like and this is where you know like wow there's all these different i mean i, I don't know where the you know it's okay clubs and organizations i want to know about them mm -hmm. um we haven't even gotten to a list yet here and um find a club maybe there are so many clubs browse clubs by name oh my gosh like we're we're like three three levels into this page and we haven't even gotten to the list of clubs yet i'm thinking there's a ton of clubs what else are you interested in student life capri um i mean we kind of already talked about a couple things maybe like sports or um like things to do okay so let's just kind of let's just kind of go down the side here um wellness and recreation wellness and recreation yeah that sounds great let's check it out okay we you know you mean you know okay there's a fitness center like picture yourself in this fitness center i mean that wouldn't i think be the main thing to put in your essay but um but i think that you know it's it's good to check this kind of stuff out um wellness mm -hmm. education i didn't i don't really see sports here mm. uh, that could be its own thing somewhere on this site oh, yeah, i'm just looking for student life um i feel like usually it's under like athletics or something maybe yeah athletics and that tab. and and again like that's i mean to, like uh yeah campus life athletics Okay, and this is something that interests me not at all, but it interests a lot of people. <laughs> right. So, um, so like this is you know like you want to find out. Okay, prospective athletes, sports. Okay, these are the these are the sports. What sports do they have at this school? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you're a prospective athlete, ah, there we go. There's something for you right there. Um. But the campus life, uh, residence life, like what are the, you know, what are the, what are, what are the housing, what's the housing life like? I just was talking to another parent whose child goes to a, a school where you have to live on campus all four years. Wow. I think, I'm not sure, but, I, you know, but I think like bigger city schools, people tend to move off campus pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. So how how are we doing for timing, Mimi? I mean, I could so, yeah, I could kind of yeah. I could I could so, so I so I I I I I hope and does this does this sort of match Capri with the kind of research that you were doing when you were doing these questions? Yeah, I want this to I be like real for, life stuff. Yeah, for a few things, I definitely went in a little further. Like what interests me, I think research is interesting, so I went a little further there. But it's mm -hmm. kind of just figuring out like why you would what attracts you to the school you want and after you kind of get those basics through like oh i'm attracted well going down the research path say we do that oh i'm attracted mm -hmm. to the research perspective well what do i like about research do i like that oh it is a way for me to interact with science or is it that i want to change the world or is it that I just want to create new technology? Like what specifically? And then 
you're applying to a school that's very heavy in research, well, can I find a lab that I think is interesting and talk about how having that opportunity makes me excited to go to that school? Or if, if this is Chapman, so going back to the film thing a little bit, is there a certain industry or certain program that I can do here that would give me an advantage in the film industry where I might not be able to get that at a different school that I go to. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of combining, in my opinion, why you want what you're interested in with what that school has to offer to benefit your career or your goals. Yeah. I, 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 I think the, I think it's important to say goals instead of career. Cause one thing I see is people jumping ahead, like after college, I want to do all these things. And, and I always feel like saying, Hey, stop. Like college is part of like, like you're trying to figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, if you're going to hear a film, if you're a filmmaking major, you probably want to go into film. <laughs> you're like, I assume you want to go into the biomedical field degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what you said about like, it, especially for people who are who are in STEM fields and who are probably more likely to go to research universities, I would or to universities, I would think, is to look at all all the labs of the different faculty in the area that you're interested. In. And I really like the tip mm-hmm. you gave of like like maybe find a specific lab. Like I, I was working with somebody, and I forget what school it was, but it was just about making this very kind of like human based technology, and it was just a wow. very cool sounding lab and. The things that they were coming up with were these you know, like products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, but that really got that that particular student excited about that school. So, yeah, Fantastic. and this is a little piece of advice that Ed kind of gave me when I was going through my list of schools. And it's like, if you aren't willing to put the effort in to write a supplemental essay about why us, then maybe you should reconsider applying to that school because if it's like if it's that much of a challenge or that much of a struggle for you to put in the time to write a good essay then what are you going to do when you're actually there and you don't like anything that you researched and you didn't research it at all or you didn't research it enough and it's totally different than what you expect great advice assuming that you even get in on whatever kind of like half hour essay that you write right yeah I mean, if you're just repeating back like the most basic talking points or say, I want to li- you're saying I want to live in LA or my uncle went here or whatever, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, really quickly, I have, uh, I was just looking, when we were going over the Chapman thing, I saw a part about like Greek life and sorority oh, yeah. fraternities. Do you suggest writing about that in um, supplemental essays like this or, and then also I, like know, I, comparing, I, contrasting maybe different schools because. I, I don't know. That is just something that popped into my head. I think it's good for people who are thinking about going to school, going going to a school to think about. I would really make my top level case in terms of academics, and then mm-hmm. in in terms of other kinds of forms of student life that are that are more directly related to academics. So, like if you're into, you know, if you're you know you into theater but then there's a theater club or something mm-hmm. but i um that's just my intuition on that one yeah um i feel like it's not as important I, to me like the academics and about tabs are really important and then like definitely some aspects of students slash campus life all right wow Incredible information. So valuable. 
and perfectly timed as so many students are putting together their essays and navigating through all of this. And you just broke it down so clear and concise. There's, it's just a game changer for anyone who was wondering how to put this together. And Capri, your questions are amazing. You you walked it. You lived it. You're living in it now. Yeah, no, listen to Capri because she's yeah, the one who's, just, who's done this. She's done this. And and I agree with what you and Ed came to is if you're not willing to like, like really do, do a deep dive for your supplemental, like maybe it's the time to talk to talk to yourself or talk to your parents or like really go to the mountaintop about whether you, whether or not it's important to apply to the school. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Ed having an influence on us and he's not even here right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's always here with us. Always here with he's us. He's so proud. Wow. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Goodis. Are, oh, thank you too. And then let's listen, listen to Capri. She's the one who's, who's lived it. So you're too kind. Well, this has been another amazing time. We're so grateful that Dr. Goodis came back to be with us. And what a value. If you think that you have someone in your life that needs to hear this exact thing, please share it. Well, there's other episodes that are all different topics that can help our young adults, help high school students, college students start navigating with a lot more powerful information. And that's what we just did here today on those Why Us and those supplemental essays. And you heard it from an amazing college freshman who just lived it. She's living, breathing it right now. And of course, from Dr. Gudis, hands down, best advice you could get in this category. Thank you. For- I'm, a son, I'm a son of a Purdue graduate. Wow. He'll, he'll be he'll be very proud. He'll be very proud to hear this. Uh, so incredible. So incredible. Make sure you follow all of our episodes of Two Old Kids, Two Young Adults. Share, subscribe, and can't wait to see what we have for you next week. Thanks so much for watching. Make sure and subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We want to hear from you as well. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com.